Hey, hey, when I'm not fully erect looking at the Gruff's Gruff Farty helmet, I'm Odo Bradham Jr. Guys, welcome back. Um, another great week of the Picks Pod, and we do have another incredibly special guest. This is one of the OGs of Bacon Wire. Uh, one of the main, this is, I mean, this is like the dad of Bacon Wire. We have one of the hosts of the main pod. We have MSU Devotee. Welcome. Thanks, fellas, for having me. Uh, first time, long time. Glad I could make it on. Absolutely. We're thrilled to have you. Um, just because of the special occasion, we actually have your Rams playing a game right now, and they look absolutely fantastic. They are my pick to win the NFC West, and they are proving both you and I proud. So that is just absolutely great news, and we'll, we'll kind of get into that. So yeah. Just, yeah, to start off this week, um, we're actually going to do a little recap of what we, what our records were last week. So we have Swaggy T um, had a robust two and four record. Um, just kind of looking over the slate real quick. You picked an over, you got screwed. Um, mm-hmm. You picked an under, you got screwed. So um, I expect a, a good bounce back from you. Couchburner started off dreadful zero and three which uh, not sure really what to say. Then is obviously uh, Kamara season saved him there. And he had a couple other decent picks there. Sponge um, is dead. So we, now we have uh, Lewis Johnson replacing him on the pod. Uh, but our fallen soldier Sponge was four and two. Uh, so we sent our condolences to him and his Twitter family. Thanks um, for having me guys. Lewis. Yeah, thanks for having thank me. Thank you. Thanks for coming Lewis. <laughs> Um, we have, well, of course we have Sparty, my take, this guy is just absolute machine at this point. I almost sick of it. He went five and one. Uh, it's another, a great week. We had our guest, uh, Austin Jones, who went two and four, not the best effort, but he tried. Uh, and then we had our producer pick, uh, Spartan dog 97. He got his pick, right. And we'll kind of start off the picks this week with a certain order. Okay, on, fine. Bro. How did you I, do? I, yeah, I just it, I went two and four. Can you can you give us a rundown of what happened before we get too deep? Yeah, well, the first sign that I was in trouble was that uh, the Baylor Bears chickened out. They pulled a Coach K and they backed out of the game against Gonzaga. I mean, um, that was really going to start off the sl- If that's the narrative you want to take, but before Sponge <laughs> died, he picked Baylor in that game, and obviously Gonzaga heard what Sponge had to say and backed out of the game. It was obvious that Suggs just wasn't ready and they weren't willing to play without him. Yeah, so that that was that kind of was a little bit of a death blow to my chances, but um, I've got some absolutely just fire picks lined up. I mean, I've got some locks, free money. So we'll get to that as uh, the show progresses here. Um, so we'll actually get into the picks now, and let's start off with our special guest, MSU Devotee. You can see, nice I've, I've been doxxed like three times on here, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll yeah, give you we, the, we'll the some respect. <laughs> All right. Um, I just did NFL and college football. I, I, I'm i not really trusting college basketball right now with, with how weird things are. And, um, you know, Coach K's right. They should be canceled. But um, I picked – my first one is Arkansas plus 32 against Alabama. Both teams are seven and two against the spread, but I think Arkansas is not a complete asshole like they used to be under Bielema and whoever the fuck else was coaching them. 
Um, I think they'll cover, but it'll be like 31 points or like 28 or something, like just borderline. Um, North Carolina at Miami, Florida, over 67 and a half points. I think that's a given. Um, these, you know, we all know you guys talk about, you know, they're just crazy offenses with um, Howell. Is it Howell from North Carolina and Derek King? I think it's it's a lock. Um, Western Michigan at Ball State, the over, again, 67 and a half. Maction is just fucking nuts. Like last week, there were, I think Western hung 42 up and still lost by 11, 53 to 42. And I think every game's just been almost batshit crazy like that. Um, then I have the Vikings at the Buccaneers over 52 and a half. I almost picked the Vikings straight up, but I'm not, I don't want to risk that yet. Um, I think this is an afternoon game. So Tom Brady will actually be decent. He's, he won't be tired and have to go to bed early. Um, two high powered offenses, you know, Dalvin Cook is leading the league in touchdowns. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think he is still. And if Kirk Cousins, if Kirk Cousins <laughs> fucking watch Kirk Cousins can can be you know the Kirk he has been so far since they started one and five I really think they're gonna it's gonna be a dog fight and um they're gonna easily go over that um and then my last one before the burnt bacon is Dolphins plus seven and a half at home over the Chiefs I have a grudge against the Dolphins since they beat my Rams but I the Chiefs are six and six against the spread but they are 11 and one um, I think they're going to cover, but it's going to be another nail biter. You know, they barely, they almost lost to Denver this weekend at home. So I think anything goes, um, I could see them winning like 31 to 28 and, uh, then my burnt bacon pick, this is going to ruffle some feathers. Well, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about them, but I'm picking the Browns plus two and a half at home against the Ravens. Both teams aren't great against the spread, but I think the improvement from their week one ass beating 38 to six at the hands of the Ravens. I mean, you can, it's obvious Cleveland is a much better team right now. Baltimore kind of bounced back, but I don't believe anyone beating the Cowboys is truly bounced back. Um, I think Cleveland wins by a tutter. I think they win by a touchdown. Um, that's my burnt bacon pick. It's, it's bold because Baker does not do well against the Browns or Steelers or the Ravens or Steelers, but He's due to break through. Yeah, devotee, I love your picks. Um, the one I really like is, um, I mean, I really like the over in the UNC Miami game. I mean, UNC, they, they, all that they do is score points. Um, yeah. And Miami does the same. So I love that. Um, I really do like your Browns pick. I think that uh, they're going to win that game outright. Uh, like you said, about a touchdown. This team just like, I mean, they kind of let Tennessee back in it a little bit last week, but. I mean, when, when that team's rolling, they got the ground best running game in the NFL with uh, Nick Chubb and our guy Kareem Hunt. But um, in, as long as Baker doesn't turn into uh, Carson Wentz out there, I mean, he's he does fine. So right. as long as he just kind of stays within himself, uh, I really like those picks. I mean, I think, yeah, I, th- I think you're in for a, a pretty good week here. So that's the I, kiss of death. Hope the so. one thing, the one thing though, you guys have buried the lead. The uh, Nick Chubb, man, he's been on fire lately. And watching that Ravens game, you know, I just, I just have a feeling that Nick Chubb's going to have a big day. Uh, I think the Browns are vulnerable in the secondary, but th- that's not something that the Ravens will exploit. So I do like the Browns in this one as well. 
Yeah, I think Chubb is definitely the second or third best running back in the NFL. Yeah, behind what? Dalvin Cook? Um, and DeAndre Zeke. Swift. Oh, no, someone. <laughs> Come on now. Kamara's <laughs> fourth on the list. All of the season, though. Kamara's, I mean, yeah, Kamara's got to be at least the, top seven. The one that I would sweat the most would be the uh, the Arkansas Alabama pick. Yeah. Just because, just because Alabama seems to be taking the fork, the the fire and pitchfork to everybody, and just laying as much as they can on it. But yeah. um, Sam Pittman has Arkansas playing with more respect than, like you said, Brett Bielma, and then they had Chad Morris, and they seem to be playing with a bit more um, offensive, a little bit more offensive firepower, even with a, a coach that wants to run the ball more in Sam Pittman. So I, I could see Arkansas either covering that 32 close or losing by 50. I don't think yeah. there's going to be an in-between. That's number five on the, on the power rankings for those. That... <laughs> on the competence scale. <laughs> <laughs> that was the very, very copper pick. Also, they could be looking ahead because isn't the SEC championship game coming up too? Next, yeah, is, that yeah. next, is that next week? Yeah, they got Florida. Like, they could so, be up 35 or 40, but then Arkansas might get it. Yeah, they could throw it down. Trash, you know, garbage time. T- I don't know. Whatever. Fake yeah. Well, all Arkansas touchdowns are kind of garbage time, just based <laughs> on that program. I mean, it's just like SEC Rutgers at this point. Um, I know the Arkansas fans are kind of coming at MSU Twitter at some point, so um, don't have many words of optimism. But, I, I mean, I, I do think that's a pretty solid pick. I mean, Bama – Obviously, rolling hottest team in the country, probably best. But at the same time, um, I just think potentially Arkansas can't. It's such a big spread; you just you don't know. Right. Yeah. Had to try it. Yep. Absolutely. Of course. So takes you remain in first place. Um, you know, I see you cracking your neck, just kind of nonchalant, like Bitch let's get boy. to it. So yeah. So what do you what do you got cooked up this week? So. I've put a lot of my time into uh, college basketball lately. Uh, I don't like to brag, but I'm doing pretty well there. But I will start off. I don't have any college basketball picks here. Sean's shaking his head because I talk about my model all the time. It's top the secret. model works. I'm not, I'm not hating the model. The model works. I just like to talk it up a lot. Uh, but I got some college games. I think the first one, and uh, – I have a hard time deciding if I want to go with the spread or the over with the Coastal Carolina and Troy game. Uh, I like the over 51 and a half, but I also, I think I'm going to go with uh, Coastal Carolina minus 13 and a half. I don't think Troy's offense is that great. And Coastal Carolina coming off an emotional win. um, I think the spread is a little bit lower just because of, uh, they could be looking ahead next week for that rematch against Louisiana. But I like Coastal Carolina minus 13 and a half. And then the other late night game I like is Fresno State minus 11 and a half. Um, They just are the better team. And then going to the NFL, I like the Saints minus seven versus the Eagles. Uh, Jalen Hurts starting. I expect the offense to be a little bit different for the Eagles, but the Saints defense has been really good the last couple weeks. And Taysom Hill has been, I don't want to say as advertised, but he's been a very good player. 
and the offense is starting to opening up a bit, and they've won quite a few games in a row. I like that to continue. Uh, I like, sorry, Lewis, but I like Green Bay, minus seven and a half versus the Lions. Um, Lewis is a Cowboys fan? <laughs> even oh, of course. Of course he is. <laughs> uh, I mean, Aaron Jones uh, is Devonta Adams, Aaron Rodgers. They can probably do whatever they want, just like week two, I believe. Um, and I, I like them getting that seven and a half uh, covering. I also like – let me see here. I also like the Panthers over the Broncos. Uh, Panthers minus three and a half. Um, I haven't been too impressed with uh, um, the Broncos of late. Um, I know that um, it's going to be an ugly game, but I like the Panthers in that one. I just think that my boy Joe Brady, future Lions head quarterback, is going to have a nice game plan. Uh, but I like the Panthers in that one. And I think that just leaves my burnt bacon pick of the week, right? Yes. I'm going to go with – let's see here. Move Yo, along. What? Move along. <laughs> Move along. I like, Move along. <laughs> I like Seattle uh, coming back. They're versus the Jets, minus 13 and a half. I like the Seahawks to – get back into the swing of things and um, reassess their dominance because, one, they're playing the Jets, and they've been getting a lot of heat lately just because of their performance. Um, but I think Russell Wilson cooks it up, lights them up, and then Chris Carson uh, has a big day as well. Yeah, I'm just going to tell you why you're wrong about the Lions game. If you count – the games just since the rebirth of the organization, we are undefeated. I don't know if you know if, this if fact. If you count the legal games, the Lions, the Lions have not lost. So, <laughs> Daryl Bevel did in one game what Matt Patricia couldn't do in three years, and that's just beat Mitchell Trubisky. Um, that being said, Aaron Rodgers, God. you're up to bat. Good luck. I mean, have fun striking out against Daryl Bevel's offense. The defense is still a little suspect, but I, I don't know. The Lions, they looked – I'm not going to say they're going to win, and I'm not going to say they're even going to make it close, but they looked like a different energy at least. I think it's at least an upside for the organization. I agree. And they feel like they have more purpose to play and play hard now. You get so, that little jolt. If there, was ever, if there was ever a game that they were going to surprise someone, why not? Why not this game? You have to win out. And honestly, you have absolutely – even though you have to win out, you have absolutely nothing to lose. No one believes you're going to move on. No one thinks you're actually going to win out or go to the playoffs. So just play your asses off, sling the ball. It obviously worked last week. But who's going to stop Devontae Adams? Okuda? No, absolutely not. But, <laughs> oh, Akuda, Akuda's but, lining up next to Jelani Tavai, and they're playing <laughs> linebacker. What's sad is as far as secondary goes, I really don't hate our secondary. And it, I really think it's a product of Matt Patricia. And I'm not going to make any Jelani Tavai comments this week. Don't worry, Brett. As That's far Brett's as defense boy. goes, that is Brett's boy. Um, no. Jelani hand-delivered the PS5 to him, I heard. <laughs> he's carrying, he's <laughs> carrying Lewis's. That's why, took, that's why it took three weeks and still counting. I don't hate our secondary. I think, obviously, there's a lot of stuff to work on, but there's a lot of potential there that Matt Patricia just completely threw in the toilet and sent for the flush. But yeah. I think 
they're, they're speed and space. And Thanks for coming on, Damone. <laughs> but it was pretty cool when he had that pencil in his head, though. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fun for all of three minutes until they're trailing. Well, okay, we're, we're talking about the win versus the Bears, and the Bears have lost, what, six games in a row? Yeah. And they ran the ball on fourth and one with the shitty offensive line. You know the what? Lions lost, too. You know what? The only thing people will always say when the Lions win is, well, they only beat blank. At some point, you just got to take a win, man. At some point, you just got to take the dub and move on. I, I agree. I'll take the win, but move along. <laughs> All right, let's get, let's, get to real, let's get to real analysis from a game because, obviously, I'm just not going to be taken seriously. So, Lewis, Lewis, what picks do you have this week? Oh, shit. Okay. Um, really sent me off guard there. Okay, so – we're going to start in the college football realm. Uh, we're going to start with a shout-out to Lucy. I'm going to take Iowa plus two versus Wisconsin. Um, with the way they've been playing, I don't – you good, Sean? Yeah. Okay. Um, Iowa plus two versus yeah, – <laughs> Sam Darnold over there. No, um, Iowa plus two versus Wisconsin – Basically, just because it seems like Wisconsin really can't score. I don't know why they're favored at all in this game. Um, they scored 94 points in their first two games since the COVID outbreak ended. And since then, they've only scored 13 points, and Iowa's playing sound football. And with Lucy Rodin as a fan, I just don't know how you can lose this game when you're on such a roll. Yeah, shout Thanks out Lucy. Thanks for coming on, Lucy. Yeah. Thank you um, for coming on uh, Bacon White Pod. Uh, and then I have a couple of overs to finish off college football. This is all for Sean. Um, <laughs> the Army-Navy game? No, no. I have Miami-UNC. Um, Miami's really scoring the football. Their defense has been falling apart lately um, multiple times this season, allowing games to defensively get away from them. But their offense always seems to keep them – ahead and UNC has been putting up big points all season so I just see over 67 and a half being really easily you know attainable for both teams because they're both going to put up numbers Miami's defense is not going to break out the turnover chain it's just going to be you know a slugfest offensively and what I'm hoping will be a slugfest offensively is Rutgers and Maryland I think it would be really fun to watch these two teams just battle it out and th- just score big numbers for one game, close out the season on a high note. I don't care who wins, preferably, honestly, Maryland. But um, up until last week, Rutgers has been playing in very high-scoring games no matter what, and I just think Maryland's offense is capable of keeping up and keeping it over 58. That's a pretty low number, I think, for these two teams. Off to the NFL. Um, I'm going to start with my – this goes out to takes – (laughs) this is um, Arizona, New York Giants. I'm taking Arizona minus three. So I'm doing it because Kyler Murray um, reached out to a fan with brain cancer. Mm. And I don't know how you follow that up with a loss. And if we're following narratives these days, like takes wants us to, if he loses, he is the biggest shit bag in the world. So no pressure, Kyler, but you better win this one. And honestly, uh, Cliff (laughs) Kingsbury, this is kind of a, it's a show me game. It's career to say that it's a must win and it's not at all, but it's a show me game, uh, especially in the NFC West right now, which seems Seattle's losing it. LA is holding their ground and Arizona is just kind of there. Um, So this is their chance to really show that they're 
here to be competitive in that division and keep up with those two big guns in, in front of them. Um, next, we have a game that's already been touched on a little bit. I have Cleveland plus two and a half versus Baltimore. I want to see Dylan upset. Um, I want to see that loss for Baltimore. I, I think it would be really fun after all the hate Baker Mayfield has gotten from that guy to see him just, just pummel Baltimore. Um, also, Cleveland's been hot. You can say that the games they've won haven't been all that impressive, but no matter what their winning games, as Sean would say about his Steelers up until this last week. Um, Nick Chubb, like you guys said, has been phenomenal. And this is a real, this is a division game. And like I said about Kingsbury for Baker Mayfield, this is a show me game. Um, if he doesn't go out there and ball out, it's going to really point to what kind of quarterback he is in the NFL. And if he's taken that next step, um, my burnt bacon lock of the week, um, earlier I claimed I was a Dallas fan, but I recently moved to Jupiter, Florida and decided I was a Kansas City fan because there's nothing good going on in Florida. Um, I'm taking Kansas City minus seven as my burnt bacon um, versus Miami. Kansas City is the best team in football. I am sorry, Tutter. Uh, Kansas City is, has the best quarterback in the world, possibly the best yeah. of all time. Yeah. Um, Kansas City is going to win this game by a lot. I'm I can't remember who mentioned it last week, but we still really don't understand Miami's quarterback situation and what's going on, who's going to be playing, when they'll be playing, um, and who's going to at least finish, you know, the game out and give them the best chance to win. In my opinion, it's Tua. Um, and right now, I feel like it's the best chance to show them what NFL football is going up against Kansas City. But no matter who plays, Patrick Mahomes is going to have a field day. Tiger Kill's going to have a field day. This game won't be close. Kansas City minus seven is easy, easy money. Mm. Lewis, as a, uh, a Jupiter, Florida resident, you, you just said that there's not good football going on in Florida, but you've got um, top 15 team in Miami, Florida. Uh, you've got the best quarterback of all time, Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. No, no, I was um, strictly talking NFL. Um, Tom Brady is going to be taking a nap by three o'clock. He's an old man. I, I am not a believer in that team whatsoever. I don't care what they do for the rest of the season after seeing them. No, I, I just don't believe in Tom Brady in his first year in a new system. He had the safety net that was Bill Belichick for way too long there. I could, if he makes the playoffs first round loss, but outside of that, I'm relocating soon. Uh, my ex-wife and I are packing up and moving in our camper down to Kansas City, Missouri. They have a nice Home Depot parking lot that we're going to use. Down in Kansas City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down. <laughs> you take you, realize, certain... you do realize literally I'm in Michigan, so when I'm talking, I'm moving down. Yeah, but you're, from Ju you're in Jupiter, Florida That's right now. That's the character. Break character for one second and tell me what you think of my wrong picks. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I think the Jets are or the Giants are going to beat the Cardinals. Do you? Yeah, so do I. Uh, they've be been good. playing. They've been playing really good lately, and Wayne Gallman has just been a machine lately. They so, get Daniel Jones back this week too. Yeah, I like that game. I hand up. I was completely wrong about Daniel Jones. I thought the Giants were going to get a quarterback in the next draft. Um, but he looks that he's been pretty, I wouldn't say good, but he's, he's, he's a quarterback. He's a serviceable guy. And also 
um, playoff tutters, Steelers, because I think all the people that laugh about the scheduling, the Ravens and the Browns all play the same schedule within the division. Uh, so just I don't understand why everyone's like, oh, well, it was the refs or it's the schedule. I mean, the Ravens have played the same schedule and they're, what, seven and five? Yeah. So just just let that sink. And the well, Bengals have played the same schedule, and they stink. So no, this is the end. This is the end for the Steelers. This is where the Browns take <laughs> this, over. This game. No, this this is the <laughs> end. Reality for the Steelers. is in. Reality is about to set in for Ben Roethlisberger now that he doesn't know <laughs> I, how to be forced to like someone who won't go down. <laughs> All right, we're done. <laughs> I I think if Cleveland comes in and stomps Baltimore, then the Steelers have to be on alert. But it's going to take a lot for them to lose this division. I don't right, I don't see it. I've yeah, done no, the they're math. winning their division. I've done the math. The Steelers have to go one and three, and the Browns have to go three and one right. the rest of the season for the Browns hey. to win the division. Did it's not certain, happening. Did a certain teacher we know verify the math? No. Did you help him with the math? <laughs> I don't need him to verify my math. I, I can do my own math. Allegedly. Hey. Let's get it. So, no, I mean – yeah, I, I personally think that the yeah the Steelers are they're going to win that division. I don't think there's any need for concern. Um, speaking of a team that is looking really good in their division, we're going over to our couch burner, Alvin Kamara, led Saints. Fans. Yeah, I mean they are on fucking fire. Yeah, they're they're looking a little scary there uh, for the t- other teams in the NFC. So, uh, couch, what do you what do you got cooked up? To? I know I already know one of your picks. Yeah, well, we'll get to that later. But uh, this week, I'm gonna call my own shot. I'm gonna say at least four and two, probably five and one. But uh, all right, so this is a I'm gonna go. Move. Yeah, I'm gonna go zero <laughs> and six now. But the first, <laughs> the first pick I have is gonna be MSU plus fourteen and a half against Penn State. Um, you know, I think that the week that they beat Northwestern, they were thirteen and a half underdogs. So. Um, I'm going to hope that that magic continues. They're wearing the gruff helmets. So finally a good uniform out with the nasty neons, um, out with the, just regular old greens and stuff, but they got the gruff. Um, and hopefully they wear the script for their crossover game. But, um, I just think Penn State's looked lost all year. Um, and Mel Tucker's made his money beating like the better teams, like historically speaking, like Michigan, um, Northwestern is pretty good like Penn State so I think that um I think they're going to be uh not maybe not beat them but they'll definitely stay within two touchdowns so I like um I like them to cover in that game my second pick is going to be Pittsburgh plus two and a half against Baltimore or Buffalo um you know I think it's hard to bet against a team that's only lost one game um I I know the Bills are a lot better this year but I think the Steelers are just like they're that solid NFL team that's always consistently good and knows how to like teams in December so I think that they're gonna um they won't blow Buffalo out but they'll definitely win so I like them in that um my uh, my third pick is gonna be Seattle minus 13 and a half versus the Jets um I might this is one I might lose just because it's a pretty big spread kind of but you know the Jets are 0-12 they're trying to get Trevor Lawrence and uh I mean like I don't think they're gonna come within two two touchdowns the way they're coached. So I think Russell Wilson, um, he's going to kind of get his stride back. And the, the Seattle defense will be able to, to hold them 
to a, a low scoring game, but I think they're going to score at least maybe like 28 points for the Seahawks. But I like the Seattle Seahawks in that game. And then my fourth pick is going to be Indianapolis versus Las Vegas over 51 and a half. Um, this is another one that I'm not so confident in, but the Raiders do have a pretty bad defense, but they also have a top 15 offenses and playing pretty well as of late. Uh, the Colts, like I know they have a pretty good defense and stuff, but I just feel like it's kind of crumbling for them at least a little bit, maybe. Um, but they, they too can score a pretty decent amount of points. So I think the over will hit in this one. Um, and especially since like both teams, like they need to win this game to kind of stay within like playoff contention. I think it might be like a back and forth offensive battle. So I like the over, um, as Brett mentioned earlier, my fifth pick is going to be the saints minus six and a half against the Eagles. Um, I, I think it's a very easy pick to make, um, Six and a half against uh, Jalen Hurts, who's never played quarterback in the NFL before. Uh, the Eagles are three eight and one. Uh, you know the Saints; they're very good on defense. They're very solid on offense. For whatever reason, Taysom Hill works, and they don't have to use. They don't even have to use like Camaro as much, and they're still like getting it done and beating teams very easily. Um, so I think that six and a half is a little bit too low of a spread and that uh, New Orleans, they won't blow them out, but it'll be just like another solid like 14 or 21-point victory for them. Um, and then my lock of the week is going to be the Packers, minus 7.5 against the Detroit Lions. Um, sorry, Damone. Sorry, Mark Archbaum or whatever. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Daryl Bevel. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's not going to happen this week. So the Lions come in 5-7 and seven this year. They've only covered twice in the last six games. So I don't think it's going to change on Sunday. Um, Green Bay has Aaron Rodgers, and he's looking like an MVP candidate. Uh, and the Packers are a strong second or third place team in the NFC. Um, they're four and one in the last five. And the first time they played Green Bay won 42 to 21. Like it wasn't even close. So I think as long as Akuda is suited up and they're playing, not going to stand a chance. So, um, I like Green Bay in this one as my lock of the week. And, you know, hopefully I have a good week. Hopefully I beat Brett. You know, it's kind of just like where I'm at right now. But, you know, <laughs> those are my picks. I so, would just like to take real quick. I'm just going to – I have one comment, and it's on the uh, Pittsburgh and Buffalo game. And it's Mike Tomlin's career coaching for the Steelers on the road as an underdog – Versus a team over 500. Against the spread, he is 17 and 5. Straight up, he's 15 and 7. So the Steelers are in a spot where Mike Tomlin has gotten the Steelers a lot of wins being an underdog. Um, so do with that what you want. I agree with Couch Burner um, on Pittsburgh going against that game against Buffalo. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers as well with Couch Burner just because Mike Tomlin gets his team in a spot to win in games where they're an underdog and he can get them ready to go. And I'm going to leave it at that and people can go from there. Yeah, I, I think this is obviously the game of the week. I am a noted uh, Bills Mafia bandwagon guy. Uh, wagons. Yeah, no one circles the <laughs> wagons like the Buffalo Bills. I'm a big Josh Allen guy. I I think the Bills are going to win this game. Um, I think it's going to be a close one. I think it'd be it's going to be interesting because Trey White isn't going to be able to just 
you know, lock down one guy. He's going to have to guard multiple guys. Um, it, it, it'll be really interesting to see who he guards, like whether he goes in the slot or I, I doubt he goes in the slot. So I imagine him guarding like Chase Claypool, but um, I'll, it'll be a very fun game. I think I, I, I want to see what my boy Deontay Johnson does though. Tutter, what do you think? Over under 30 catches. Thir- under. <laughs> Easy under. Yeah. All right, Lewis, what are you going to say? Oh, yeah. So regarding the Michigan State-Penn State game, um, I agree. Um, this was one I wanted to pick just to be able to yell, fuck James Franklin one more time this year uh, on the podcast because fuck James Franklin. But this is a game that – uh, that guy likes to lose. He, um, 2014, his first year at Penn State, he is two and four in this matchup. Um, so it's a game that he always seems to come, you know, underprepared for. And I don't know if he really knows what to expect even this year with a whole new regime in front of him on the other side. Uh, like you said, Mel Tucker so far has made a name for beating teams he probably shouldn't. Um, and it didn't look like it a few weeks ago, but now it's starting to look like Penn State should be the team that comes out victorious this Saturday. Um, but I think that's exactly why Mel Tucker is going to thrive. I don't know who's – do we? you can tell me if you have word on who's starting. I'm hoping it's Thorne. I feel like he gives us the best chance because he's steady in a way that Rocky is not. Um, but if you want to hit the home run ball, obviously send Rocky out and let him do what he did against Michigan. Um, I, I think yeah. they might be starting Dewan Mathis, but I'm not sure. Ooh, perfect. Different Early transfer. Talk, <laughs> yeah. Different talk for a different day. <laughs> no, but yeah, this is a game that it doesn't look like MSU should win, but I think that's exactly why they will. And just because the Big Ten wants to up and change made-up rules at the last second to favor a certain program doesn't mean we aren't gunning for the Big Ten championship just to say that Mel Tucker <laughs> should have made it in his first year before Jim Harwell couldn't six. So this this is a big – I think this is a big um, tone setter for the offseason. Um, it's a real program game. Program win? Question mark? Yeah. Go for it, Lewis. We winning? What's that? We winning? Oh, for sure. Oh, 100%. I think I, I definitely do think we're going to win. Yeah, I was going to say by 50. <laughs> Final <laughs> nail in James Franklin. That's office. how much I hate James Franklin. <laughs> I seriously, <laughs> I, I hope we walk in, we run away with it the way Iowa did against us, and we don't look back. I want it to be ugly. Of course. All right. I'm going to get it rolling here next. Um, next up, uh, for my first pick, I'm going to take Atlanta minus two and a half against the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, I'm going to go right back to the well that I went to last week. Of Anthony Lynn does not cover at home. Um, last week he was 9-17. and 17. This week he's 9-18 and 18 after getting pasted 45 nothing by the Patriots. So I'm going to take Atlanta. They've looked better with Raheem Morris. I'm going to take them to uh, cover the two-and-a-half points against the Chargers uh, this week. Um, Next up, I'm going to take Tampa Bay minus the six-and-a-half against the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins is not the same on the road, give it fans or not. 
that he is at home, and they just struggled with Jacksonville last week, had to walk it off with a field goal in overtime. And then Tom Brady, he lost his last time out. Off a loss, Tom Brady's 34-12 and 12 against the spread all time off a loss. So I'm going to take him there. And then when he's less than a touch, touchdown spread, either way, off of a loss, he's 26-3. and three. So Tom Brady, off a loss, kind of under a touchdown spread. I'm going to take Tampa Bay just to cover because the numbers, the numbers say so. Um, moving to college, I'm going to take Minnesota plus 10.5 against Nebraska. I don't know why this number is as high as it is. Nebraska has not looked great. I mean, Minnesota hasn't looked great either, but this is just a battle of two crappy teams. So I'm going to take 10 and a half points if I can get it. It's, you know, two scores. I'm going to take that. Um, next up, I've got Houston and Memphis. Um, the over 62 and a half. Um, two t- I mean, I don't really have a reason outside of it's Houston and it's Memphis. Two spread offenses that like just – gun the ball down the field and score points. Uh, I don't have any other reason than that. And then my last, uh, my fifth pick is Illinois plus 14 against Northwestern. Michigan State just saw Northwestern's offense a couple of weeks ago. Wisconsin just saw it a couple of weeks ago. I don't know how anybody could make uh, Northwestern a, a two-touchdown favorite over anybody when that offense can barely put up two touchdowns a game. So I'm going to take Illinois plus the 14 and hold my breath and see what happens. And then my burnt bacon lock of the week, Army-Navy. I'm going to take the under 38 points. And I do have numbers to back this up. Under 38 points. Since 2005, Service Academy versus Service Academy. The under is 36, 9, and 1. And then the last time that the Army-Navy game went under 38 points was 2013. It's been a little bit of a while since then. Everything has been under 38 since then. So this number seems pretty reasonable to me to take for a service academy under. So I'm going to take Army-Navy under 38. Yeah, I have no real analysis on any of them. I just have a request of our producer to make a compilation of every time Tutter has said, I have numbers to back this up, and it's been wrong. Because I swear he said it. Astronomically high. I swear he said it six times last week, and he somehow ended two and four. So if you want to clip out the entire part Sean was talking, I feel like that'd be appropriate. Oh, 100%. Just make a compilation, Etsy, if you can, um, of every time he said that and been wrong. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get that I'll get that done and get that over to you, uh, Lewis. I'm, st- uh, I'm still I'll send it. I'll the... send it up to you in Saint I'll, or Kansas City when you. I'll listen. I'll listen to it on my Walkman. <laughs> yeah, good deal. I'm still waiting for the Brett reaction to the Tavai uh, take, whatever that was, a couple weeks ago. That is that's in the the archives. That's locked away. You still haven't for... found out. Sean Tavai is uh... trying to deliver it to him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sean. Uh... So the one thing I, I say, um, when, we, when we talk about, like, trends, I am one to think that this year is almost like 
you can't really look at too many trends just because historically there's fans, right? And we live in a different world. Mm-hmm. That's why like I, when you, when you uh, were talking to me about the service Academy earlier, I, I want to believe that, you know, these are, but these are cre- These are different times, you know? So like uh, comparing it to last year's game or the game before that, I just don't think is, um, is it fair to do that? Well, my thing with that is they they play in Philadelphia, which is a neutral field to begin with between Army and Navy. They don't play in a home or away field every year anyway. Um, and so there's not really a home field advantage in that game to begin with. So I don't think that it's going to make that much of a difference between two option offenses that are going to run the ball pretty much every play and just keep the clock running and keep the possessions low throughout the entire game. So maybe Army-Navy is not the right, but like you mentioned the um, Mike Tomlin as an underdog one. Do you put oh, stake um, into those numbers as much? Mike Tomlin, yes, just because it's, it's Pittsburgh. If you're talking about the Anthony Lynn pick with Atlanta minus two and a half, um, yeah, I take that because I don't think Anthony Lynn is a great coach. So I'm going to oh, take he's getting it. fired. Yeah, sure. so that's why that's why I'm taking Atlanta because I think that they're going to try to replace him with someone that can get Justin Herbert to where he's at. But Jeff Fisher, <laughs> oh, he's taking the Vanderbilt job. Next, next Lions Matt, coach, Jeff Matt Fisher. Campbell? Matt Campbell, Matt Campbell, oh, Superman, no. muted, oh. muted and blocked, <laughs> muted and blocked. But I don't honestly. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know who's home. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are at. Buffalo this week. I think that's an away game for Pittsburgh. Well, they never really play on away games. No, if they there's don't. ever Those... fans, it's always like I mean, I went to one in Detroit a few years ago, and it was eighty percent Steeler fans. Like this... no, those those terrible towels are everywhere. They travel. It's, they're everywhere. So if, if I don't know, even if Pittsburgh's an away team, I don't think they really are, and I don't think that I think that's just even bigger of a not there. They're not that away with no fans in the stands and it being a, you know, quote unquote quiet stadium going into the game. So that's why I'm, I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think obviously the one I have to point out is obviously the under and the army Navy game. Uh, yes. That's just such a low number, but these yes, teams like, like you said, I mean, they're running these offenses where they're running the option run basically. So, I mean, if it's – the weather is a little not – if the weather's not optimal, I mean, they're just going to ground and pound the whole game and just run this Clyde. I mean, it's – that's old school football for you. About to do it. Yeah. So, that's actually the first pick I have this week. I, I like Army minus seven against Navy. Uh, just a better football team. Uh, I do think it is going to be semi-low scoring. I don't know, about 38. I'm not that bold. Uh, I'll leave that one up for Swaggy T. Um, the next pick, I agree with uh, MSU Devotee. Um, I really like that. Um, I think that the over 67.5 UNC Miami, I think that's uh, that's free money. I mean, both teams, like I mentioned earlier, they just put up a ton of points. Um, I really like Boise State minus 11.5 against Wyoming. Boise State is trying to get out of their conference, and they're going to try to put on a show for uh, potentially Kevin Warren in the Big Ten here or even the Big 12. So um, 
we'll see we'll see what happens there. But I just like Boise in that game. Uh, give me the Tennessee Titans minus seven and a half against Jacksonville. Uh, Tennessee is kind of in that win win now mode. Um, they're gonna need to pull together some wins to try to win that division and and or uh, get that wild card spot. And Jacksonville, they're obviously tanking. They're trying to get a quarterback. Um, I really do like the Cardinals minus two and a half against the Giants. Uh, Giants are coming off a huge win against Seahawks last week. I know some people on this uh, the Zoom call, uh, the pod, they love the Seattle Seahawks to win the NFC. And I think reality is set in for them. Um, and my burnt bacon lock of the week is, is brought to you by Manscaped. Use promo code bacon for 20% off your first order. Um, I'm going with couch burner. I, the saints minus six and a half against the Eagles is free money. That is a lock. Uh, Eagles, it, it, just a train wreck going on. I think Doug Peterson is going to lose his job. Carson once already lost his job. Um, just, I think that that game is absolutely primed and ready for the saints to kind of take hold and, uh, get close to securing that buy. So those are my picks for the week. And before we go into you guys tearing them apart, uh, I'm going to pass along to our producer, SD97, for his producer pick. All right. So, I'm one and one. That's very good. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try dipping my toes back into narrative water this week. Uh, I have my eyes set on a West Coast night game, that one being San Diego State-BYU. I think that the Super Soakers have had their bubbles burst by, as I saw them described on Twitter as the boat crime beach chickens. I think that's a terrific way to describe the Chanticleers. No. I think, uh. I think that the Aztecs, I think the Aztecs plus the 17 and a half is going to be a good bet. Uh, BYU really has nothing to play for anymore. They're, pretty much played themselves out of New Year's Six Bowl contention. And the Aztecs are going to come in hungry. You know, BYU is still the big boy on the block as far as I'm concerned in that region of the country. And Slim Brady Hoke is going to want to prove something. Uh, The Slim Reaper, Brady Hoke. So (laughs) Aztecs plus the 17 and a half. That's my producer pick. Love it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know oh. enough about those teams, but if Swaggy T likes it, I mean, this guy, he's our resident bear from ESPN. Congrats so, on uh, the official one and two record, SD. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to uh, Listen, to I wish nothing but the best for future Detroit Lions quarterback, Zach Wilson. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, there we go. However, Zach Wilson. Yes, you're- you guys Zach Wilson, assuming that the reason a certain Twitter account doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Zach Wilson isn't such a bitch that Twitter account still exists. Well, the content of that, the content of your tweet is why your Twitter account doesn't exist anymore. R.I.P. <laughs> Sponge. I don't know why you're saying it's me. I'm Lewis Johnson. <laughs> Lewis Johnson. I don't normally. I don't normally end this podcast with a song, but I'm half tempted to end the pod with the Gary's Gone song from that episode of Spongebob. (laughs) I think that'd be appropriate.
<laughs> oh my god, that'd be great. Go yeah, Lewis, I mean, though. If if Go we're on. calling uh, Swaggy T our bear, I think it's much a much more handsome version of bear. Oh, like, this is GQ version. Like oh, GQ, we, we know far worse bears. <laughs> yeah, we just saw a bear. I don't know what to say to that, so uh, that's how we're going to wrap up this pod. Uh, Lewis, thank you for that image. I will not sleep tonight. Um, so with that said, thanks thanks for coming on. MSU Devotee, we appreciate you taking the time. Thanks um, for having me, fellas. Yeah, the check will be in the mail for this appearance. Um, cool. And potentially even we're, – we're working on getting you an appearance on a new uh, cartoon show of a certain a Twitter user that's creating that, so – yeah, I'm um, uh, right. Meatball boy coming out. And if, yes. if anyone knows of anyone selling any scales, I'm in the market. <laughs> yeah, you, could, you could probably ask Ant for his. <laughs> and with that, uh, I'm gonna say go green, go Lewis, go white, Spons, go, go white. All right, go Lewis. Mind.